You're listening to Life and Leadership, A Conscious Journey, the podcast that shares wisdom and strength. Join your host, Dr. Michelle St. Jane's weekly conversation on how to have a positive impact for people, planet, and the wider world. If you want to live a life of intention, be proactive with your time, and bring your vision for the future to life one today at a time, you are in the right place at the right time. Let's get started. The author of What My Soul Told Me and many more books, Richard Barrett, shares that values-based decision is the mode of decision-making of the future. Richard Barrett shares the values of this decision-making mode and he brings his thought leadership on becoming accountable in your life, leading conscious companies and conscious societies. Permission granted, you can connect with your soul. There are three things the soul desires to do by incarnating into your body self. Express, connect, and contribute. Richard calls our attention to the importance of working with values in a rapidly changing world. He counsels we need a deeper way of making decisions. And this involves checking in at your deepest level. Does this decision and the values you're using to make this decision with truly align with who you are? Values-based decision-making is the mode of decision-making of the future. Enjoy our conversation. I'm actually going to ask you some things about living the life of your soul. I'm a big fan of your book, What My Soul Told Me. I would love for you to share the story around how you actually connected and started to hear your soul. Woo! I think it happened at that period when I am 45 years old and I suddenly got bored with my career and I realized I had to change the direction of my life. And my friends at the World Bank thought I was absolutely stupid and ridiculous because they said, look, if you hang on for another 10 or 15 years, you'll get a six-figure tax-free pension and you won't have to worry ever again. And I said, well, that's fine. But if I do that, I'll be totally depressed because I've got this impulse and I have to do it. I have to follow it. They said, but you know, nobody knows who the hell you are. You don't have a track record. You you don't have a reputation, so goodbye and good luck. That's what happens. I hadn't actually left the World Bank when I was doing, I'd started to do workshops on personal transformation and finding your mission in life. And uh, I was doing them at the weekend so that it didn't interfere with my work at the World Bank. One weekend, I was doing a mission workshop and one of the participants asked me, well, you know, what is your mission? So by this time, I had a well-worked out and rehearsed affirmation that I'm an internationally recognized speaker and author on personal and organizational transformation. I, I certainly wasn't, but... That was my affirmation to get me there. But when the person asked me this question, I could not remember those words. My mind was blank and I was very embarrassed. I just closed my eyes. It must have been a full five or six seconds. And out of my mouth came the word, I'm an architect of global transformation. Now, I had never thought those words. I'd never said those words. They just came out of my mouth. And I thought, wow, there's my soul talking to me. And about a month, I thought, okay, well, what am I going to do? I just sit back and watch it happen. And that's exactly what I've been doing. I've just been following the impulses of my soul for 30 years now. And I get told what to do and I get told what books to write. Now, the book that you're talking about, What My Soul Told Me, it's, uh, as it is, it says, one of my best sellers. It's one of my most popular books. And I wrote that book in two months. I just sat down and it just all came out. It usually takes me a year to write a book. And I've been writing a book a year for nine years now. But that one just came out and it was just truly a sort of like, it was almost like dictation in a way. I was taking dictation, but it was really 
really so easy to write and it was almost as if I was primed to write that book. And like you, many people get a huge sense of inspiration from reading that book. And I think one of the reasons why is that if you want to see, feel a sense of vitality in your life, you have to realize that we have this three-dimensional material world existence, but there's another, that's dealing with the external world, but there's another type of existence, a higher level, where we're dealing with our mind and what I call a fourth-dimensional existence, energetic existence. And when you invite that higher consciousness into your life, your life becomes vital and important because you begin to see that it has meaning and purpose because you find synchronicities happening. It's like, oh my God, look what just happened. This is guiding me. And so when you're in touch with that higher dimension of who you really are, your soul experience, what happens is you feel alive. Now, if you're not in touch with that, you'll get very depressed. Your life is very bland, very two-dimensional or three-dimensional. And it gets sad and boring. But that other aspect of being in touch with something mystical, which is bigger than who you are and guides your life, is like an amazing, amazing way of being that I really invite everybody to partake of. Reading my book, I've got another book which followed the what my soul told me called A New Psychology of Human Well-Being, The Ego's Soul Dynamics of Physical and Mental Health. And in that book, I relate the stages of development, psychological development, the seven stages, to our physical health and our mental health. And if you fail to master a particular stage of development, energetically, it affects a part of the body, which is linked to the stages of development, linked to the chakra system, which is linked to the body. And so you will fall ill at the stage of development in a particular place in the body. And I lay all that out in A New Psychology of Human Wellbeing. Yeah, that one's been on my side table. And now that you've spoken to it, I've opened it up. And the first chapter that jumped out was chapter 16, loyalty to your soul. (laughs) Right. This is a tough one. In the other book, what my soul told me, I call it trusting the soul. So it's like, can I trust this entity who I am to guide my life? I ask people, do you have a soul? And they go, yeah. I will say, no, you don't. You don't have a soul. You are the soul. And once you realize you are the soul and that the soul can guide your life, I mean, that's why it incarnated into your body. Get on board with the program, I say, and listen. Listen to the impulses of your soul because your soul knows what it knows. It knows how to find meaning and purpose. It knows what it came to do. And you just get out of the way and let it happen. So true. So true. And I love the fact that chapter 17 is the flourishing from 60 to 80 and beyond. Just falling into the 60 bracket. Yeah. So the challenge of the last stage of development is all about contribution. So in your 40s, the soul begins to really interact with your life after the individuating stage during the 20s and 30s. And in the 40s, it's all about self-expression. What are your gifts and talents? What did your soul come to do in the 40s? And in the 50s, it's about connecting, connecting with others so you can make a difference in the world by using your gifts and talents. If you can't connect, you can't make a difference. And then in the 60s, it's all about contribution. It's simply, what is going to be my contribution to the well-being of other people, of my community, of my society, of my organization, of my country? What contribution can I bring? And yet that's what becomes central in your life, drives your life. So these are the three things that the soul desires to do by incarnating into your body, self-express, connect, and contribute. Anyhow, I could go into a lot more detail about what holds you back and all of these. And if you go to the website, barrettacademy.com, you'll find a lot more information on this topic, particularly in the e-learning courses that I've developed this year and in the workshops that I put on. 
Fabulous. And I'll make sure all of those details are added into the show notes and transcripts to direct people to this essential work. I'm just so grateful, Richard, for your contribution, self-expression and connecting in the world. You're one of my heroes in terms of what you do. And I'm very grateful for that. So if you had any last words for the listeners, what would you like to share? Yeah, I think I've been asked this question a lot and I've developed an answer over the past year which makes you think, particularly if you have children, how would you change your life if you realized that you were a role model for the future well-being of your children? Because they look up to you and you want to set out as a role model for them and for them to live their lives. What they learn as young people comes a lot from parents. So who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? How can you teach your children by being who you really are to help them live a wonderful life? Thank you, Richard. I really appreciate your contribution. Thank you. Dr. Michelle St. Jane is a conscious steward of meaningful leadership in the world and the wider cosmos. Tune in every Thursday for real talk around life, leadership, and your conscious journey. Be ready to create and cultivate your dreams and soul-hearted desires. Your support is valued. Please subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. But more importantly, share with your connections.